0: Chapter 17, Organizing Waste. On a recent trip to Europe, I had a Q&A session with a very thoughtful group of lean bankers from Tatra Bank, a Slavic subsidiary of the Vienna-based Rothheizen Bank International. The questions were exceptional, so I thought I'd dedicate a chapter to answering their inquiries and talking about their noteworthy brand of lean. Bankers are the last place I would expect to find a vibrant lean culture. Rothheisen is a big Eastern European 17 country and over 60,000 employee bank. The size alone would be formidable if one were trying to shift a culture to lean thinking. Banking is not manufacturing. Not that it matters, but it's certainly not the epicenter of lean. Let's face it, Bankers can be stiff and inflexible and not overly friendly, but not Rothheizen. In my 12-year lean journey, I have never met a group of people as on fire. They have a come hell or high water, we're going to get this thing done mentality. In addition, they are fun-loving, creative, and very advanced in their understanding of how lean works. For their Lean Champions and Lean Navigators, Lean is not a rigid business tool. Lean is a platform for creativity, innovation, and lots of laughter. Here are three examples of Roth Lean Thinkers at Work. Upon arriving at their Lean Forum, I learned about an evening event scheduled on one of the boats on the Danube. After drinks and dinner, Leanne and I were informed of a team-building exercise. Natalia, a board member of the bank, whispered, you won't believe what they're about to do. They're going to have a lean dress up based on waste that we've collected. Each team is going to have to dress up one individual in waste. Let's see how creative it can be. I thought, wow, that sounds interesting, but will it work? Well, after about an hour of each team working with great diligence, the catwalk was open and the waste parade began. One after another, contestants wearing the waste that is common to all of us, plastic bottles, newspapers, bubble wrap, cardboard, etc., had our full attention. It was about the funniest thing I'd seen and illustrated so clearly how much waste exists and how easy it is to miss it. Hanging waste on a single individual really brings it to life. I made a video because I thought the presentation was so powerful. It's called The Lean Catwalk. This is a great example of how a bank taught their people to think creatively about seeing waste and having fun at the same time. A second example is Captain Bob and his three mates. The next day, they had a lean breakout session for all the lean groups from 17 countries. One of them was unbelievable. There was Captain Bob and the three mates that he had tied up with a rope. Each mate had a custom t-shirt denoting his kind of waist. There was first mate variability with a hook on his hand, and he was shouting in a pirate's voice, I'm stealing your customers and your profits. And then there was second mate, rigidity, shouting, I will steal your profitability. I am inflexible. Your customers' needs are not important. I will keep your customers from coming back. The last mate had a shirt that read Captain of the High Seas. This was Captain Waste Lot. All three mates typified the attributes of non-lean thinkers. Captain Bob had rounded them all up and limited their influence on his ship, poking fun at inconsistency and rigidity, showing with great clarity the fastest way to kill your customers' business and profit. Clearly, Ralph Heisen's Lean Thinkers have a keen understanding of what lean thinking can bring to the table, and they communicate it in a Fun and memorable way the third example is perhaps the funniest of all one of the other countries had a swami sitting down in a white robe with a sheet around his head they called him the lean guru and a girl was ringing a bell saying come ask the lean guru all your lean questions and of course a beautiful young girl was sitting on his lap people would come up and ask the swami how do I apply lean in this situation All I can say is that these people know how to have fun, and I enjoyed both the visualization and the humor in making lean relevant and fun. Raph Heisen understands that lean is not just something you do. Lean is a strategy built around a strong culture of lean thinkers that can effectively let value flow to the customer. When it came time for me to speak, one of the points I made was that lean is not about being organized, because I was organized prior to becoming a lean thinker. I had a beautiful facility that was buttoned down and was the quintessential example of what an organized facility should look like. I didn't understand the eight wastes, and my factory was a great example of overproduction and still is in varying degrees. I had effectively organize waste. When I asked the group if there was anything I said that was maybe a little shocking or interesting, Petra raised her hand and said, yes, this whole thing about being organized and that it is really not lean. And I replied, you can organize waste. And then I looked at the slide I had just shown of my shelves filled with inventory, perfectly polished, shined, predictable, well-labeled, good visual controls, all the elements of lean. But unfortunately, the inventory was waste. It was an example of overproduction. And overproduction is where all waste begins. I efficiently organized waste. So if you overproduce, as I was doing prior to understanding lean, and frankly still do, then it doesn't matter how well organized it is you still have organized waste. I think for Petra, that was a revelation because many lean thinkers spend a lot of time making sure everything is perfectly organized. I know, I'm guilty of that. But we must realize that organizing something is not indicative of being lean. Lean is eliminating waste or non-value-added activity. Anything that doesn't add value to the customer is waste. The customer wants the product. They don't want to have to pay for me to make it, transport it, put it on a shelf, manage it, power it, and heat the building to store it, light the shelves, and then pay for all my employees to go up and down and count the inventory once a month. This is total waste. Organized, but total waste. The title of my talk was Lean is Simple. At the end of the talk, one of the participants asked me a fantastic question. What is the most important lean improvement you've ever made? I thought, wow, nobody has ever asked me that before. I had to pause and think because we have made so many great improvements. The top improvement was when we switched from doing Kaizen events to making two-second improvements. It was at that moment that I got everybody to buy in we did that by simply asking people to fix what bugs them to look at each of their work areas and ask is everything perfect you wouldn't change a single thing surely there must be something that irritates the heck out of you getting people to think at this level about what bugs them and then make the effort to improve it or fix it no matter how small the improvement was the single most important improvement I ever made. Prior to Two Second Lean, Lean required me to organize Kaizen events. Someone had to organize an event, manage a Kaizen newspaper, and a variety of other Kaizen tools. But when I simply said, stop the struggle, fix what bugs you, and make a two-second improvement, that was the game changer for FastCap. As the hands continued to rise, another girl heard me say, everywhere I go, I see waste. It doesn't matter whether I'm buying a hot dog on the streets of Prague or in a conference center like this. I see waste. And that has been very important to my success. I see waste everywhere. I've trained my eyes to see it. This young woman raised her hand and asked one of the best questions. Instead of pointing at me, she asked, where do you see the waste in us? Wow. This is an example of a mature lean culture. They are comfortable enough to be able to ask me where I see their waste. When I speak, I usually take five or six mini eye poles and super mounts, one of our products that I developed to do lean filmmaking, and I give them to people who ask me great questions. Needless to say, I promptly gave her one and I asked the audience, why did I choose to give the mini eye pole and super mount for this question over all the other questions that I've been asked this evening? She replied in typical Raffaizen humor, because I'm beautiful. A hearty laughter arose. There were quite a few other answers, but finally somebody got it. It's because she focused on herself and on her own problems. Exactly. This is one of the most difficult things for any culture to do. The sign of a mature culture is being comfortable asking the question, What is it that I need to do to improve? Where is my waste? What do you see? I think this is a revealing question. As I reflect on the success that FastCap has had in implementing two-second lean and building a lean culture, I think one of the most important things that has been our relentless willingness to ask our customers where we are failing and how we can improve. We ask that of both our customers and internally of one another. We're not threatened by someone saying, you know, I think there might be a better way to do that. Or Bob, are you sure that's a lean methodology you're applying there? And nine times out of 10, there's no defensiveness, just an eagerness to improve. This is a clear milestone in building any lean culture. And in the Q and a session, This girl did such a beautiful job of reflecting how we should all approach improvement. Now, remember, as I'm telling these stories, I'm talking about a bank. This is not the place you would expect to find such forward thinking in lean. Next, I was asked, how do you teach a six-year-old lean? I thought this was another great question. It just so happened that the next slide queued up was about the kids from Cornerstone Christian School and how they implemented Lean and made before and after videos. I showed the video and said, it's very simple you get kids to see a problem then you allow them to create a solution and encourage them to make before and after videos when you do that the lean experience becomes fun and relevant this is how to teach a six-year-old make it relevant and make it fun one of my favorite improvements is from six-year-old Katie Bailey Katie was having a problem getting to the school bus on time in the morning. Her father, a lean thinker, suggested that she stop and ask the question, what is causing the problem that makes you late? Well, Papa, in the morning, I can't find my backpack. Why can't you find your backpack? The father asks. Because I always leave it around somewhere and I don't know where I leave it. Why don't we find a special place to put your backpack so it's always in the same place? So before long, Katie's wheels were spinning and she established a specific place where a backpack goes every night before she goes to bed. Now in the morning, when she wakes up, she gets ready, brushes her teeth, goes to the post, picks up her backpack and is no longer late for school. This is how you teach a six-year-old lean thinking. Let them solve the problem and give them the ownership of the solution ask questions, allow them to solve their problems and make it fun and relevant. Can you imagine the kind of leader, employee or business owner that Katie Bailey will be when she grows up? At an early age, she is learning to solve problems and eliminate waste through continuously improving everything. The next comment though is one of my favorites. I'll close this chapter with this one. I asked people in the audience, How does lean make you feel or how do you feel about lean? Not everybody is 100% behind the lean way of thinking. Lucia, a young girl in the back, raised her hand. Lean makes you smile even at work. My response was, why do you feel that way? Because lean makes my life easier. Lean makes my life happier. Lean makes me more confident lean makes me and here's the kicker the owner of my future who could express lean better than that lean has been misunderstood to be a methodology of taking away jobs and making things sterile with little or no creativity lean is the opposite of that Rarely, if ever, does it take away a single job. It creates boundless opportunity and continual employment, adds longevity for existing employees and growth for new people to be brought into the company. That's the way it works at FastCap. My response was, when you are a lean thinker, you are a sought after commodity. I would venture to say wherever Lucia goes, if she remains a strong lean thinker, Every organization will recognize her and other lean thinkers as invaluable assets. This Q&A session at Tatra Bank was one of the best I've ever had from one of the most engaging groups of people I've ever encountered. They made it fun, they made it relevant, and they weren't afraid to ask tough questions and be reflective about their own actions, above all all else, the leadership at Rothheisen is remarkable. You know who you are. Great job. My hat is off to you. The one thing, Lean makes you the owner of your future. Lean videos to watch, Katie's Book Bag, The American Innovator, Kindergarten Lean, and The Waste Runway.